0: Uh, our next author is a long-time Tattle Creek contributor, I won't say how many years, uh, Jessica Westhead's most recent novel is uh, Things Not to Do. It's her husband's birthday today, and she's here anyway. I guess she left him at home. Is he, is he <laughs> oh, I, him I was that Happy birthday, Derek. Happy birthday, Derek. Uh, surprise. Uh, 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 uh. Please welcome Jessica Westhead. Thank you so much, Conan. Uh, I am delighted to be uh, within the luxurious pages of Tallow Creek once again. Uh, thanks so much for asking me to read, and thanks to everyone for coming. And as he said, it's my husband's 40th birthday today, so we must celebrate him. Derek, I love you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to read an excerpt from a story in my new short story collection, Things Not to Do. Uh, This story is called Not Being Shy. Oh, and thank you to Matthew for the excellent uh, drawing, as always. (laughs) Judy remembers how she used to get excited about the little things. Back in voice acting college, for example, when she was out walking, and stumbled upon that backyard dump with the rusty appliances and stained mattresses and garbage everywhere. And then she saw a mama pig and her piglets emerge from a cardboard box, and it was like a miracle was taking place. And maybe to other people, that scene would not have been so extraordinary. They might have just thought, oh, look, pigs. They wouldn't have been totally blown away with wonder, like Judy was, which is why she was described by her boyfriend at the time as whimsical. Judy has not felt whimsical for a while. Her most recent boyfriend, whose name is Jasper, was in the news last year because he'd constructed an elaborate underground chill-out room furnished with a beer fridge and a TV and a beanbag chair in a remote wooded section of a large public park. He used to always leave and not tell Judy where he was going. So after she read the article, she finally knew where he'd been spending most of his time. Then Jasper started making tacos for a living and the business took off because everybody wanted to buy a taco made by that guy, the guy who needed to get away from his girlfriend so bad that he basically (laughs) dug a hole in the ground where he could finally have a little peace. And Judy really wanted to be happy for all of his success. It was hard. It was pretty hard to get out of her own way and not feel sorry for herself over the whole situation because she personally was not having success at her chosen career, which was voice acting. So far, she had worked as a voice actor exactly once and then never again. And meanwhile, Jasper had started sleeping with Lisa because she was gorgeous and could walk around on high heels like they were part of her body, like there were dainty, spiky gazelle hooves that could slice Judy wide open if she ever encountered Lisa in a forest, which would be weird. But then again, weird things happened all the time, especially in forests. And because, Jasper told Judy in his overly mellow explaining voice, Lisa actually supported him in what he wanted to accomplish with his life, which was to finally do the CN Tower edge walk, which Judy had never let him do because she was too scared he would fall but he wasn't going to fall, was the moral of the story that Judy had never understood. He was going to put on the protective suit and the safety harness and listen to the instructions and follow them, and then when he was done having the biggest thrill of his entire existence, he was going to celebrate and go for beers with Lisa. But things are looking up for Judy, because recently she had the exciting idea to manufacture a doll and use her specialized voice acting skills to record a bunch of phrases that would be inspirational to shy children. Judy had been a shy child herself and maybe if she'd owned such a toy she would have grown into a less timid adolescent who actually enjoyed high school instead of hating every minute of it. The uplifting phrases will go onto a computer chip and the computer chip will go into the doll so that when a shy kid presses a button or maybe squeezes the doll hand for comfort or companionship they will hear Judy's soothing and methodic vocalizations and instantly become self-assured. Judy is no fool, but there are definitely warning signs about her and Jasper's impending breakup that she failed to recognize at the time. She was feeling mostly satisfied in the relationship, but was also going for a lot of walks and listening to a lot of 10,000 maniacs and singing along in a voice that was full of outrage. When winter was finally over, Judy started getting excited that all the snow was melting, but Jasper didn't seem excited at all, which was weird for him because he'd always been a big spring fan. She could think back on those things now and smack herself in the forehead for not realizing what was going on, but that would be an act of self-hatred, and self-hatred is not what Judy is about. What she is about is owning a wallet shaped like a fish, which is a cute and quirky conversation starter that helps her instantly connect with other human beings. The other day, she was getting out her Visa card to pay for a box of white wine, and the liquor store cashier remarked, hey, now that's a wacky wallet if I've ever seen one. He went on to wink and ask, is it waterproof? To which Judy replied, no. (laughs) Then she got the joke, because fish swim in the water. And she bobbed her credit card up and down as if it was being gently manipulated by the waves. And the cashier smiled but didn't full-on laugh. (laughs) And he rang in her wine, and then she was on her way. The next day, Judy buys some cotton candy and thinks to herself, you might see one homeless donkey in your life, (laughs) if you're lucky. You might be out walking in a field, and whoa, what is that over there? Is it a horse? Nope, it's a donkey. But right now, Judy is surrounded by dozens of them, except they are no longer homeless because they've been given sanctuary, which is part of Lisa's job. She goes out in the world and finds donkeys just wandering around and shoots them with a tranquilizer gun and loads them onto a flatbed and brings them here to the donkey rescue farm, which is being called the donkey rescue fair today because the other part of Lisa's job is to annually drum up funds for the animal's upkeep by renting a cotton candy machine and a bouncy castle, and this year, hiring her new boyfriend to sell tacos. Of course, there is a massive lineup in front of Jasper's truck. He's definitely the main attraction, which makes you wonder about the convenient timing of Lisa's hookup with him. So Judy waits her turn patiently, because what else is she supposed to do? Yell and scream and pretend to be crazy and scare all the customers away? Which, yes, is something she did after he broke up with her. But nobody could blame her for that because she was upset and distraught and definitely not in her right mind at the time due to be overwhelming by sadness. But she's going to keep it together today because today is about the donkeys. Jasper sees her at the back of the crowd and scowls. He mouths, fuck off. And continues assembling meat and condiments and tortilla shells and wrapping everything in his new branded napkins. She's seen them floating around town. They say, my exican made me do it, which doesn't even make sense. Judy finds Lisa having a cigarette outside the bouncy castle. She goes over and stands next to her. Fuck, says Lisa. I thought Jasper told you not to come. Judy peers through the murky window of the inflated fortress. There is a single, tiny child jumping up and down inside. That's your kid in there? Yep. She's cute. Thanks. Lisa blows some smoke in Judy's face. Judy coughs. What's her name? Collins. Like Tom Collins? Yep. Cool. Those are good. Uh huh. Can I ask you a favor? Are you serious? Judy takes a naked plastic baby out of her purse. Lisa says, Jesus. This is a prototype for a doll I'm going to make to help shy kids, but I have to do some market research first. I need to get feedback from some actual shy kids. Is Colin shy? She's moody as hell, I can tell you that. Lisa takes the last haul off her cigarette and then crushes it underfoot. She'll throw a fit if I don't give her the right color of bendy straw, and then she'll be all in my face wanting validation or whatever. The only book she ever wants me to read anymore is about this mother aardvark who tells her baby aardvark that she would love her even if she wasn't an aardvark, like if she was another animal or something. It's a stupid story, but it's her favorite. She's only three, though, so you can't expect much. Thank you. (laughs)